Hey guys, I'm your host, Miss Nikki, and I welcome you to Something to Say, where I speak on topics that aren't discussed in the church, but are felt and experienced in everyday life. God always has something to say to every one of us. What is he saying today? Welcome back to another episode, you guys. I wanted to basically discuss something with you guys really quick. And then this is from a post that I saw, as you can tell by the title. Um, I wanted to talk about something that the baby, the rapper, said. If you guys don't know who the baby is, he is a recording artist. Um, and he's famously known, especially down in North Carolina, um, he is one of their rappers that came from this city. And the baby is popping right now. The baby is definitely popping. He is definitely um, a major artist. And he basically posted something to his Instagram that I felt was real. I felt like it was something that I wanted to talk about. I'm not going to say the Holy Spirit gave me this because he didn't. I seen this post and I felt like it was necessary to bring this to the light because I feel like a lot of people don't understand this concept. So basically what he said, let me let me get to the chase and I'm going to say this without cursing. Um, he says, just because you're solid doesn't mean you'll be liked, loved, or respected by all. The same way it irritates you to see a sucker, it also irritates suckers to see somebody solid. Now, he didn't say it in that way. Of course, he added a little spin to it. He cursed on it or whatever, but I'm not going to do that. I'm definitely not going to do that. But what he said spoke volumes. I mean, that's a whole word right there. And so I felt like it was necessary to bring this to the forefront because I feel like growing up, I always thought about what was fair and what was unfair. And I always was taught that if you were a good person, that good would come back to you. Now, the world believes in karma. Us saved folk, we don't believe in karma. We believe that the Lord the Lord has his hand on your life. And we believe in sowing and reaping. And we believe that when you what you sow, you shall reap. Right? So if you sow bad, you reap bad. And it's the same kind of concept as karma. But that's not what we go by. We go by sowing and reaping. And so because I believed in that concept, I never understood that if you were a good person, why didn't people treat you as such, right? Why didn't you receive respect or loved or why weren't you liked because you were a good person? And also, you know, like he said, you got to come to a place when you get into this world and you are mingling with different people, you know, you're going to work, you're going to school, whatever it may be. As long as you are in this world, you are going to realize that no matter how good of a person you are, no matter how loyal you may be, no matter how great your personality is, no matter how much good you may do, just because you are those things, it doesn't mean that you'll be liked by all, you'll be respected by all, or you'll be loved by all. It took me to go through some things to understand that. I think I knew that cognitively, right? 
but I didn't understand that emotionally. And I had to get to the point of knowing that everybody is not going to like you and to be okay with that. I think most of us are, are okay sometimes with knowing that people don't like us or not. Let me take that back. I'm not going to say that people are okay with knowing that people don't like you. I think that people can get it cognitively, right? They can have that understanding that people don't like them, but they may not be okay with it. And I think that we live in a world where people are so stuck on whether somebody likes them or not, whether somebody is speaking to you or not, whether somebody feels some type of way about you or not. Like we really live in a world where people care about what other people think. And I I feel like social media is a huge part of that. You know, we have, and I spoke on this before, this whole cancel culture where you say the wrong thing, you do the wrong thing, and people will tear you down and make sure you're never seen or heard of from again, right? That's the way of the world. The world will basically put you on a pedestal today until you got down tomorrow. And I think that this comes from understanding the concept of sowing and reaping in the wrong way. God was never talking about sowing and reaping in a concept of, you know, you get respected for being a good person. No, that has nothing to do with sowing and reaping at all. Sorry, somebody's alarm was going off and I had to kind of pause it before you before you guys heard it and I got really interrupted. But yeah, like I was saying, the concept of sowing and reaping has nothing to do with whether you're a good person or not. Nothing. What he said was so real because, like he said, the same way that it irritates you to see sucker, suckers, let me just say it like that because I'm not going to say the curse word. The same way it irritates you to see suckers it also irritates suckers to see somebody solid. So sometimes people will hate you just because of how good you are. And when you're innocent and when you're naive and you don't understand why isn't the world full of flowers and love and, you know, togetherness and friendship and <laughs> people will hate you just because the Lord is on your life, just because the Lord has his hands on you, just because there's something good about you. And they don't know what that is. But because they are suckers, as he put it, because they are not solid, the the opposite, excuse me, of loyal, right? Because they are haters, because they are people who are jealous of you, who hate on you for what you have and, you know, not how, how long it took you to get something. No, they're not thinking about that. They're thinking about what it is that you have because they hate what's in you you got to realize that when you're the child of a king and I'm I'm speaking I don't mean to separate you know save from unsaved but when you are saved and you're not of this world and you are dealing with people I don't care if it's your friends I don't care if it's your man I don't care if it's your boss I don't care if it's your family members I don't care who it is if you haven't done nothing but live your life according to God's word in the best way that you know how. Doesn't mean that you're perfect, right? But you have a good heart and you're trying your best to be obedient to God's will for your life, no matter what that may look like, right? And you feel pushback from a friend. 
family member, foe, whoever it may be. Know that you're moving in the right direction. Please know that you're moving in the right direction. I feel like this word is an encouraging word because, again, you could understand the concept cognitively, right? You could know in your mind without a shadow of a doubt that, yeah, I'm a good person and people don't have to like me, but your emotions will feel something totally different. Your emotions will have you in a place where you're sad and you're depressed or you're feeling like, woe is me and why don't they like me and why won't they accept me? You could allow the spirit of rejection or the spirit of offense to take over where you're really sad because these people dislike you when you should be rejoicing because you're moving in the right direction. The only one that we are to please is our Father in Heaven. That's the only one. When you see suckers or those folk that don't like you and you didn't do anything to them, right? You didn't cause it. I mean, even if you did, you know, you didn't cause it. At the end of the day, the only thing that your job is to do is to pray about it and leave it in God's hands. I'm telling you, the baby spoke some real gems. And I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the things that he say and do. You know, that's his prerogative. It's his life. He runs it how he runs it. I run mine how I run mine. But this, I could stand on. This, I could honestly stand on. Because I really genuinely feel like a lot of people get their hearts broken. A lot of people get hurt and never get over it. Because they really feel like because they're good people, somebody owes them loyalty. Somebody owes you love. Somebody owes you a like, right? They owe you a click because you feel like they should be loyal to you because you're a good person or you're doing a good deed. Even myself, I don't expect likes from people who know me. They know me. At the end of the day, the people who know you will never really support you like the people who don't. That's just it. And that's something that we have to get and understand. It doesn't matter what the cause is. It doesn't matter who you're doing it for. It doesn't matter what you're doing it for, right? You could be doing it because you want money. You could be doing it to better yourself, your life, your family. It does not matter. People will not like you just because you are serving God. When he said this, when he said the same way it irritates you to see sucker-ish, it is the same way suckers hate to see somebody solid. It's not in them. A lot of the times people hate what's not in them. They hate you for being you. They hate you for being solid. They hate you for being loyal. They hate you for being love and kind. You know, you, you could be a person that wants to give money to the less fortunate. Somebody said, oh, if I were you, I wouldn't give them anything. You giving him money, how you don't know if he's going to go use drugs. Hey, once I put it in his hands, it's between him and God what he does with that money. Nine times out of ten, if I'm giving to somebody in the street, I will pray over that money and then I'll give it to them. If you're going to give the poor food and somebody says, oh, don't give them food, they're going to go sell it and get them some money so they could do some drugs. You pray over that food and you give it to them. Whatever they do with it, it's between them and God. It is none of your business. We got to be in a place of just letting things go, getting delivered from people. We cannot control what other people do. 
Nine times out of ten, you're thinking that people don't like you or you're thinking that people feel some type of way about you. They're not even thinking about you. Life is hard enough to deal with. And then you got somebody on your back on top of everything that you've got to deal with. Hating you because you're trying to do the right thing. We got to be easy on one another, especially us saved people. We got to be easy on one another because we're already fighting Satan. Nobody wants to fight you. Nobody wants to have to go in prayer and warfare to pray against one of their family members, one of their friends. You're not praying against that person, but you're praying against the enemy that's using the spirit that's controlling the person. Why, if you know me and you know what type of person I am, why do you want to be a part of Satan's kingdom and coming against me? Again, the baby said it the best. Just because you're a silent person doesn't mean that you're going to be liked, loved, or respected. That's something that I had to learn the hard way. If there's no respect between you and I, I got to exit stage left. I don't even care if I love you. My heart is not going to stop me from being respected. That's the place that I've came to in life. I could love you and still walk away. I was talking to a family member of mine and I said, give me five months, maybe even four. And I bet you my heart will heal from the love that I have for you because I'm going to respect me first. I will never ever in my life think that I'm above a person being disloyal, that I'm above a person respecting me or loving me. The only person that I trust to love me wholeheartedly is God. That's the only person and God owes me nothing. He owes me nothing. You see, I've learned in this walk, in this journey with God, that I love him because he's faithful to me. I love him because he was there for me when nobody else was. He held me close to him when I needed him the most, right? He wakes me up every morning. He covers me and my children. He brings us back and he brings us back and he puts food on the table. He's a provider. Those are the reasons why I love God. And definitely there's so much more than what I just listed. Those are just a few examples of how I feel about the father. But in all that I just said, God loves me. And I had to do nothing for it. That's why I don't deserve it. See, this is how we judge love as humans, right? You have to do something for me or I have to do something for you in order for there to be loved established. We are no longer in a place of you spent time with a person, you spent years with them, you get to know them, they get to know you. And you fall in love and that's just it. No, we are in a place now where you do something for me, I do something for you, and that's how we love each other. No. When it comes to me and God, I do nothing for his love. It's already there. It's already there. When people go to hell, you think that God don't love them? It hurts him more than we are freaked out by the the, the mindset that they have to go to hell because they chose to. It's not God sending people that he loves to hell. It's people sending themselves to hell because of the decisions that they make. 
And I thought to myself, if God can love me and still allow me to go to hell because of the choices that I make, why can't I push people out of my life that I love to keep them from disrespecting and hurting and, you know, disrupting me and my heart? Nah, I love me first. I still love you, but I'm not going to tolerate that. No. See, I'm raising children and I have to teach them how to protect themselves. The Bible says that those with good hearts, you got to protect your heart, honey. And the way that you do that is you got to stop people from crossing lines with you. We all know how much we can take. I think I've spoke about this a few times on this podcast because it's so important for young people growing up and it's because I did not know it. I really honestly believe that because I was a good person that people would love and respect me and treat me good. I felt like all I had to do was show them how loyal I was, you know, show them how good of a person I was, show them how nice and kind and sweet that I was. Not, I wasn't trying to be those things for them, but I felt like if they got to know me, then they would like me. If they got to know me, then they would love me, just like those who do know me. I thought that. But there's a lot of people who hate you just for those reasons. Some people think you're too happy or you're too prissy or what are you so, you know, excited about? What are you smiling for? You know, I've literally had somebody say that to me. And of course, I knew that it was a spirit that said it to me. I knew I was 16 years old walking down the aisle in the church and this lady jumps out in front of me. She's like, what are you smiling at? And I laughed. I laughed because I knew it was the enemy. But then when I got home, it blew my mind. Like I thought about it and I was like, wow. So my smile must be blessing people. My smile must be making people happy. And to those who are living in darkness, to those who are upset, to those who are not, you know, happy in where they are, lost souls, they're going to feel some type of way about how happy you are, about the spirit of the Lord that's on your life about the glory of God that's appearing on you, they're going to be upset about that. They're going to be so heated about the fact that you're not depressed. You're not anxious, right? You're not in sorrow like the rest of the world. And they're going to feel like something's wrong with her. I don't like her. She's too happy. What? What? Why don't you ask me to show you how? Why don't you ask me to introduce you to the God I know so that you could be just as happy? No, they don't want that. They just want to be nasty and evil to you because you're too happy for them. There's too much light on you. Don't be depressed about people not liking you or people rejecting you or people... Listen, you got to be so close to God. You got to be so far, so deep in his arms that what people say, what they think about you, how they feel does not matter. Again, even if I love you, I could walk away. Like I told my family member, that is now my superpower. That I could feel some type of way about you, but still walk away. Because I refuse to love me last. I'm not going to put me last (laughs) and put you before me. No, it doesn't work like that. 
I got to protect me. I got to love me because nobody's going to love me more than me but God. And I don't mean love me in a prideful way. I don't mean, you know, put me before my children. I mean, I'm not going to let no outsider, because you're an outsider outside of my house, right? I'm not going to let no outsider come in and make me feel like they should be before me because I love them. Mm -mm. I finally mastered how to love and let go. And I feel like if the world was in a better place of understanding that you don't get brownie points just because you're a good person on this earth, if they were in that place, they would not care what people thought about them. A lot of people would step into the work that God has for them if they didn't care what people thought about them. Even myself included. I'm going to start going live. I'm going to start going live. I'm going to start appearing on YouTube. I'm going to start doing a lot of things that God is pushing me to do all because I'm in a place of getting delivered from people. People have not been there for me. God has. People have cut me off for no reason and blamed me. If I wasn't a friend of God, it would affect me. It would bother me. It would hurt me. I'm not going to say that I'm inhuman, but because of the supernatural power that is on my life through Christ Jesus from God, it lessens the sting, the sting that everybody else is feeling about being hurt because somebody is not talking to you or not dealing with you. Get on your knees and get delivered. So what? They're not talking to you. So what they feel some type of way about you? If God be for you, who could be against you? That's what the word says, right? We got to come out of a place of expecting people to be us. I saw another post that said, stop looking for you and other people. There's only one you. So how are you expecting your loyalty to come out of a friend? to come out of a family member, to come out of a, a co-worker, to co- whoever. How are you expecting a you to come out of that person? The only one that you can expect anything from is God. Be in expectance from the blessings of his son, Jesus Christ, the almighty savior, the only one who could fill those voids that you're allowing the, re- the spirit of rejection to fill, right? We got to get delivered. If you got to fast, if you got to pray, right? If you got to go running in the street, <laughs> declaring God's word, do what you need to do to get delivered from people. People don't have a heaven or a hell to put you in. I'm over people. I really am. And this season, I'm doing what God needs me to do so that he can move in my life. I'm not trying to be held up by nobody. I love everybody. (laughs) I don't have no hurt, hate, or anything in my heart for people. I'm just delivered from them. And like I said, one of my greatest superpowers is that I could walk away still loving you, knowing I choose me first. 
And that's whoever, whoever you are. I could walk away choosing me first. And the reason why I say that so proudly is because God has healed my heart. God has healed my heart from some hurts, some traumas, some drama. He has healed my heart from being so stuck on people and what they think about me, what they feel about how I move and what I'm going to do next. And nah, I can't. Sorry for ya. <laughs> I've been delivered. And I'm still working on me. I'm not perfect. I'm still human. As long as I'm still on this earth, there's some things that God needs to remove from me, to remove out of my heart. But you got to be in a willing place. You got to be in a place to look at yourself and say, you know what? I'm tired of allowing how people move to affect me and my emotions. God has given us dominion over our emotions. Right? For you to not allow people to trample all over your heart because people will hurt you and not know they hurt you. People could be just living their regular, normal, everyday lives and you're thinking somebody feels some type of way about you. People are paying bills. People are working. People are taking care of their kids. People are trying to figure out their next move. They're trying to deal with, you know, what they have in their bag. And here you are sitting in your bag, feeling some type of way about what they're doing, how they're living, feeling like they're cutting you out and don't want to be bothered when they're dealing with real life. Trying to move to the next level on what God has for them. All I'm saying is, we are in a place now that we don't have time to focus on how people feel because God is moving, God is blessing, God is trying to grow us, right? He's trying to take us to the next level because there's so many things that God wants to give us because we have to move. This is all for God's glory. It's not for you to shine bright and show everybody what you got. No, it's most definitely about what God is doing in the kingdom, right? His kingdom. We got to get our focus right. We got to get our focus off people and put our focus on him because God is speaking every day. And because our focus is off, because we're so busy tied up in what the world has going on. So we're, we're so busy tied up in what people think about us and how they feel about us and whether they're talking to us or not or gossiping about us or not. Hey, listen, you're tied up in the wrong thing. The enemy doesn't care what your focus is as long as it's not God. So he's going to entangle you and everything else but God's word. He wants to make sure that your focus is not on God and what God has for you. His job is to stop the destiny, abort mission. That's his whole plan. And we're allowing our emotions and everything that we feel about people to tie us down. That's not important. If you're feeling sad, if you're feeling emotionally distressed, neglected, rejected, any of those things, get on your knees, get into the presence of God and allow him to fill you up with his peace, deliver you from all of that garbage because it's garbage. It's garbage. It's blinding, right? It's hindrance. And we know that that's what the enemy wants for us. He wants to hinder us. Stop thinking you deserve some type of praise from earthly people because you are loyal to your family, to your friends, to your loved ones. Like, no, no, do it from your heart. When you're doing it from your heart, you're not expecting anything from anybody. I don't expect anybody 
on this earth to love me. I don't. If you fall out of love with me today or tomorrow, okay, I have to chuck that up to a lesson learned and move on. I know that I can hold on to God's unchanging hand. God has put me in a place so many times over where people have been disappointing to me because he wanted me to heal from people. People are so wishy-washy. One day they're up, the next day they're down. And again, all of us are dealing with life in our own way, whether we're holding on to God or whether we're doing it without him. We are all going through life. You cannot expect for somebody to love you the way that you love them. People can only love you from the capacity on which they were taught, how they learned, how they were loved. So stop expecting people to fill the void in you that only God can fill. And I'm going to leave it right there. I love you guys. I thank you for returning to another episode. I will see you back on a new episode. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in to Something to Say. Currently airing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Web Browser, Overcast, Breaker, Pocket Cast, just to name a few. For updates, please follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Both handles are the same. Something to say podcast 21. That's S-O-M-E-T-H-I-N-G, the number two, S-A-Y-P-O-D. C-A-S-T-21. This is where you can get updates for new uploads. And for those of you who cannot follow us on podcast forums, the link to our YouTube channel is located in the bio. Please subscribe, comment, like, and share so our message spreads out to more listeners. Inbox me or email me. Our email is something to say podcast 21. S-O-M-E-T-H-I-N-G, the number two, S-A-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-21 at gmail.com. Please send in DMs on topics you'd like to discuss, prayer requests, or questions that you might have. Those of you requesting certain topics can do so anonymously. I pray that the words spoken today will take root in your heart and feed your soul. Until next time, be blessed in the name of our Lord.